It is Friday, October 16th, 2015, and you are listening to Driving Home with Reverend Kyle. Hello, I'm your host, Reverend Kyle. I've just left my office at Studio 216, located in beautiful downtown Seattle, Washington, and I'm heading east on Interstate 90. And this is the podcast where I try to bring you as much VR news as I can while on my journey home. So yes, I am driving in my car, and I do have a headset on, and I am talking to you. And I am reading off little snippets of news that I've gathered from the VR community, all plastered onto a little uh, post-it note dangling from my dashboard. And they're starting to pile up. We're starting to get a couple episodes in, and I've got a nice little... uh, stack of crib sheets here with which to uh, bring you the news. So it's very exciting to be able to do this podcast a couple times a week. And uh, who knows, I might uh, increase the frequency here. Uh, I think I think there's just not enough news for me to do this every day. Uh, not sure, not sure. But regardless of all that, let's dig into my notes for the day. So what do we have first on the news post-it? Well, it turns out HTC has a big event happening on October 20th. Announcements and all sorts of mysterious who knows what that's going to happen. But, but our good buddy Chet from Valve says, uh, yeah, some, some cool phone stuff, but, uh, but nothing VR related. And, and I'll be the first to say I didn't expect anything about the Vive to come out at this event, it seems like we would probably see something announced, not just by HTC, but a combination of HTC slash Valve. I mean, just me looking at the initial tweet uh, and the initial information, I was pretty sure this was going to be phone stuff. But a couple people reading in between these in lines that didn't really exist, thought that there might be some VR and Vive stuff, but alas, it is for naught. So, folks, I still encourage you to watch the HTC stuff on the 20th. I'm sure it's going to be really cool, uh, but no VR. So uh, so don't be disappointed. And uh, kudos to Chet for, you know, setting the record straight prior to because you know what's going to happen there's going to be a bunch of people wondering it's like well when are we going to get announcements and how come it didn't happen well you know it does still raise a good point uh are we going to see some iteration of availability of the vive announced anytime soon only time will tell let's wait for an official announcement before we start jumping to conclusions so some of you, uh, moving along to the next point, some of you listened to last uh, week's episode, or not last week's episode, what was that? It was Wednesday's episode, where I talked about the uh, Democratic presidential debate streamed through the Gear VR uh, by uh, CNN, partnered with Next VR, And uh, I gave what I believe to be a, uh, a valid and uh, uh, objective Uh, description of my own personal experience and my opinions uh, on the matter. And uh, I was very pleased to see that Next VR posted a sort of a post-mortem and said, hey, guess what? We kind of know it didn't go great. And we did. We learned a lot of stuff 
that needed to be different. And a lot of the things that they said were in agreement with what I said. So obviously anybody who agrees with me must be on the right track. <clears throat> yeah. But I want to give them uh, kudos next VR for, uh, for, for being bold enough to say, look, we know that this is still early days and that uh, VR needs to be done right for it to be done uh, you know, in, in a way that's compelling. And so they, they realized that there were some things that they could do differently. But hey, next time, next time, they've got plenty of opportunities to wow us in the future. And I look forward to them giving that a shot. So kudos to those guys. All right. Moving right along to my next. And uh, wow. I Okay. So it's funny if you're a frequenter of the, the, the Tweeterverse, uh, Twitter, uh, it's funny that there are certain people, and I guess myself are included, where we become tweeting fools for a little while, and then we stop. And so our good buddy, uh, the face of Oculus, Mr. Palmer Lucky, has been a tweeting fool lately, and he has made several tweets that have made them uh, themselves onto Reddit and have become personal hot points of discussion. And so I want to read you a couple of his tweets and, uh, and then we're going to discuss them. So uh, it looks like uh, the first tweet that we're going to read here is, uh, everyone will want VR long before everyone can afford VR. It is going to be expensive at first, but the cost will drop over time. I'm just going to keep reading here. First-gen headsets are tasked with convincing the world that it wants VR. Many people will wait a generation or two to adopt, and that is okay. And then finally... If we are successful, nobody will question how cool VR is. It will all be a matter of cost. Oh, and I guess I will throw this one in as well. Uh, if people are underwhelmed by VR when they try it, price cuts won't change their mind. Wow. All right, so that's a lot to talk about. Um, it sounds like, uh, and, and this is some of the uh, analysis from Reddit as well, I'm going to kind of... Uh, blend that into my own personal opinions is uh, we're talking about justifying cost and uh, we don't know what the current uh, price of the consumer Oculus Rift is going to be uh, previous comments uh, publicly stated and official comments have been that it's going to be $350, $350 plus uh, so it could be upwards of 400. We also know that the uh, other headsets out on the market might be more, upwards of four, 455. We don't know, uh, but it sounds to me like what uh, Palmer's trying to do here is say, look, it's not just a matter of how much it costs. People are willing to pay for compelling experiences, and so the first generation of VR, its primary goal. Its sole mission in life is to convince everyone that you must have it. You've got to have it at all costs. And that is what we're trying to do. And, and so the comparison has been made to uh, when smartphones come out. Uh, or came out when, when smartphones first started to hit the market. And obviously the iPhone being uh, kind of one of the, the forerunners is... People didn't always go right away. I mean, it wasn't like the iPhone was, holy moly, everybody's got to have an iPhone right away. No, that didn't happen. But 
But what did happen is that everybody saw the value of it when it first came out. And so this is all about value, not cost. This conversation is not about cost. It's about value. What are you willing to pay and what are you wanting to get in return? And so while we hear that some men's trash is another man's treasure and all of that sort of thing and value is in the eyes of the beholder, that all rings true here. And so what we need to do is we need to allow first generation VR to come out and, and change the world and change the world by making it known that this is an amazing, compelling experience. And for those of us who will be early adopters, it is our job to evangelize and to spread the word and to share our experiences with others so that they might know what they're missing out on and what they need to invest in. And so it's an unrealistic expectation for everyone in the world to jump on first generation VR. That's okay. That's okay. Because there will be enough of us out there who will be the evangelists and who will be the ones to share this technology and show everyone, Hey, look, you know, it might cost $400, but look what you're getting out of it. And then people will fall in love with it and the world will slowly change. And as generation two and generation three make their way around the corner, more adoption will occur. And so a lot of very smart people, smarter people than me have said that wide mainstream consumer mass adoption of VR is not a realistic expectation in 2016 or 2017 anyway 2020 though i think that's where things are really going to take off and trust me i would love to see it come out and be widely adopted sooner than that i would love to have everybody's expectations be just just blown away oh wow this is so much better than what we thought it was going to be but we'll see. Only time will tell. But remember, kids, we're not talking about cost. We're talking about value. And what are you willing to pay for? And what are you expecting in return? And so I think uh, I'm going to go ahead and agree with Palmer and say, yeah, you know, uh, th this isn't meant to be a, a game changing first generation experience. We're just getting the ball rolling. We're just getting the ball rolling. And then it's up to us to keep it going and uh, plow everybody over with it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that's 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 a good uh, way to end this episode. So uh, I had a few people, I do want to make this point, had a few people complain about the honk of the uh, the, uh, the the sound, the, the music, the opening and ending music to this podcast. And so uh, it breaks my heart, uh, but I'm going to accommodate. Uh, I, I'm removing the honk. Uh, starting with this episode, and uh, I just I wanted you to have that feel that you were in the car with me, and so the honk. But apparently, it's distracting for people who are listening to the podcast while they're driving. Uh, I can only imagine that the honk is just so realistic uh, that uh, that it's causing problems. And I, I listen, I listen when 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 uh, constructive criticism comes in. So uh, uh, goodbye, Mr. Honk. Uh, we will miss you. I'll put up a little memoriam for you. Uh, we didn't know you long, but we, but you knew, we knew you well. So, uh, Mr. Honk, thank you for your dedicated service, uh, but you can step down now.
And so if you have some uh, criticisms or comments or regurgitations about this or any other piece of content that I've created, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I'm very pleased with the amount of uh, feedback and uh, the reception of this podcast, and so I'm going to do my best to uh, maintain my audience's uh, uh, happiness, I guess. So uh, reach out to me. You can tweet me at Reverend KJR, or you can email me at ReverendKJR at gmail.com, or feel free to just leave a comment in the uh, Reddit post uh, when I post this. So, uh, yeah, Uh, let's see here. How's traffic looking? It's pretty smooth. All right, folks, I'm getting off the highway, and I'm heading home. Everyone, drive safely. And thanks for listening.